0: Five, four, three, two, one. Dexter Stuckey presents Industry Industry Friends. Friends.
1: Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends. I'm your host, Dexter Stuckey. I have in the building with me today a good friend from college, Mr. James Silk Wilkins, who is a certified personal trainer and the co-founder of Truth Gym, found in Westchester, PA. Welcome to the show, Silk. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, should I call you Silk or should I call you James?
0: Uh, either or. I mean, uh, most people call me Silk. A lot of people, uh, man, listen, there's people in my family that forgot my real name. So, <laughs> Silk is cool.
1: When you make a nickname stick, that's actually a really big <laughs> right. deal. <laughs> right. So, I always start the show off with a personal story. And with this, with you coming here, like, the personal story I wanted to start off with was the fact that, like, usually when people come in, I'm like, how did I, what was our first interaction? How do we meet? And I'll kind of tell that story. Right. But with you... Um, we never actually met each other. We've never been introduced to right, each other. Right. <laughs> like I rem- I remember like times I would come into a room and you would be there. Right. I remember like you've we've partied together, like right. we've been around each other. I think at one point I was even like your R A. But like we've never Nobody's ever said, Dexter, this is Silk. Silk, right. this is Dexter. <laughs> That's very, so, true. very um, true. But I always knew you were good people, though, because we have mutual friends, mm-hmm. and our mutual friends are very selective about who they're friends with. So I know sure. if I'm cool yep. with them and you're cool with them, Like you have yep. to be like cool. <laughs> right. right. <Makes laughs> so with that being said, hello, Silk. My name is Dexter Stucky. Nice, <laughs> <Right. laughs> nice to finally in- introduce myself to you. Finally. finally. <laughs> so um, Silk has had a very interesting story like his story is super interesting i'm really glad that i have him here i was telling him a second ago that i'm very nervous like (laughs) and i don't get nervous for interviews but as we talk more into it you guys will see like you know why i'm a little bit nervous about this one again i'm super excited that you're here like thank you for coming in today thanks for having me um first we just wanted to start off by saying like what got you into fitness like what was it that said like i gotta i gotta get into this this industry
0: to be honest uh at the the, the the lowest point and the darkest point of my life is where I found fitness. Um I've always been an athlete, so um working out was, you know, that that, that came with the territory, uh, mm-hmm. practices and stuff like that. But um to to actually jump on this fitness journey and transform my body and um you know, better myself as a as a complete person was um actually at the at the, you know, the darkest point of my life and you know, we'll we'll, we'll dive into that and um yeah, I, I had to turn nothing into something. Okay. Now, when you you talk about the the darkest part of your life, which
1: again we will touch on in a little bit, was fitness like the outlet that you saw, or was it just kind of something that you like fell into?
0: So it was more so of uh, kind of both. Um, I was definitely surrounded by tons of negativity, mm-hmm. and um, pretty much just, I didn't want I didn't want to be around that. It was certain conversations I didn't want to have. It was certain people I didn't want to talk to. And um when I got time to uh, you know, work out, that was my that was my, my time for myself. That was that was my time to um, you know, forget all the stressors mm-hmm. and whatever I was whatever I was going through at the time. So, um that's how I I so I, I kinda just fell into it. Okay. But it helped me out a lot.
1: Now the reason I wanted to ask that is because when you were in college, we Silk and I both went to Lincoln University together. When you mm-hmm. were in college you were studying health science. Mm-hmm. You actually have a bachelor's degree in health science. Yes. So what was your path when you started college when you were taking those health
0: science classes? So I was on the uh PT personal trainer track okay. uh with health science. So I've done an internship with NovaCare and that was going great and um I was I was I was everything was lined up man. I was on the right path. I was doing well. Grades were good and um things were thing, things were looking up for me mm-hmm. and um p- uh post graduation it, it was it was Sky's the limit, man. It was it was not. It was green light. It was go. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that's great, and I, and
1: I like it when people are in college and they can say like, "I'm setting myself up." So when I get out of here, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's dope that you did that because a lot of people don't. Right. And a lot of people don't have those opportunities to be like, you know, like I'm set when I right. get out of here. I know what I'm doing right. when I get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> um, now, when you were in like high school, how what kind of person were you? Like, what kind
0: of student were you? Mm, I was a student athlete. Um, played all, uh, football. Football, track, baseball. So I was like I said, I was I was always an athlete. I was whatever was in season, that's the sport I was playing. Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't I was known, but I wouldn't say I was like popular. Um Coltsville's a small city, so everybody okay. knows each other. And you're from Coatsville? Yes. Okay. Born and raised. And um so it was it was it was a small it was it was a Coatesville itself is small. We all go through one high school, so everybody gets everybody yeah, knows who's who. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's how that went but um i was i was grades were good like i said i was uh i had i had a uh for lack of what a for lack of better words a, a bubbly personality um enthusiasm was always there i was always uh laughing and joking with everybody uh including the teachers mm-hmm. and the principals and like, even the principal like no but the teachers and the principals like called me silk, so it was like wait it, so this wasn't a college thing no it no, no. came from like high school so silk actually came from uh my dad. He's the he, he's the original. He's okay. The OG. Uh, so. sixteen so senior. So yeah. You're right. <laughs> so that's why it really stuck so much because um I've been I've been called that since I was born, you know my cousin started it and um from there since birth that's that's just been it.
1: I'm really glad you said that because, like when I was quote-unquote introduced to you. Like, right. I heard people calling you Silk. So, right. like, for me, like, okay, like, that's right. his name. Like, I didn't know your first name was James. So, I'm right. like, okay. Like, I'll call him that. I don't know why I'm right. calling him that, but, like, that's what he mm-hmm. wants to be. So, like, that's what we're going to call him. Yeah, and, but now that I know it's, like, a family thing, which is yeah, actually really yeah. cool. So, you're really close with your family. Yes, very. very and, like, very when dealing with um tragic and situations and stuff like that like how much of, how much do you lean on your family like as an adult like you're mm-hmm. an adult
0: you know but your family's still there for you definitely definitely i'm the type that um i'm the type that tries to tackle everything by myself mm-hmm. knowing that that's not the way i should approach you know situations so there are times where my family has to step in and say hey you know it's it's, it's okay like we are here with you we, yeah. we got you we got you back and it's... um I've learned over the years that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to, um, um, you know, go through the trenches with others that are willing to go through them with you. Yeah. Because in my mindset is like, no, I got it out. I don't need you to go through this. I don't need you to be down on my level. Let me let me. I got it. I got (laughs) it. I'll figure it out. But. We we need that we need that that hand up to help pull us out, you know, from time to time. So the reason
1: I wanted to ask that is because, like, I feel like you're somewhat of a role model, and I feel like when people hear this, I want them to know that you were able and you have been able to mm-hmm. to find help and seek help, right. like from people like, around you. Because so many people our age and, old, and younger or even older, they they do this thing where they close themselves off, and I just yep. think that's just like the scariest thing to do. And I've learned myself like you can't close yourself off, right.
0: and that's why the uh, the mental health. Uh, issues are are just an all-time high right now. Mm-hmm.
1: now you talked a little bit about the darkest moments of your life and something that you posted on december 31st of 2018 like really stuck out to me you posted you know you guys are going to go out there if you're drinking and everything like be safe be careful and like when i saw that truthfully like i was like you know what like I think i'm going to do a dry january Hmm. and then from dry january and my birthday was in january so that's a little (laughs) difficult so i did it i did a dry january and then i did a dry february just and and it was like legit inspired by your post like you posted that and i was just like it's not worth it like i just i don't want to do it like i'm i I was almost afraid to Mm. do it in a sense okay can you i mean obviously i know like the situation but just for viewers can you explain a little bit about like what was behind that post right so
0: like i said um I definitely was in a, a dark, dark place for a, a pretty long time. But prior to that, like I said, in college, I had, I had everything lined up. Everything was just on the up and up. Yeah. It was just a matter of uh, just taking it step by step and letting things fall into place. But um, I had a rude awakening on uh, December 31st, 2012. So um, hence me hence me posting that on, on that date uh, mm-hmm. in 2018. But um, yeah, so uh, a few friends few friends of mine we uh jumped in the jumped in the car and uh decided to uh take a take a trip to Philly for a um a New Year's party, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve party. And um you know, we we were, we were all set. Uh we pretty much knew, you know, it's New Year's Eve so we, everybody kind of knows what the festivities entail and um just having a good time and and uh so we we pretty much we went out there, we knew what we were going to be doing, you know, having a good time, uh indulging in alcohol and stuff like that. And, um, so when we, when we, when we got there, um, the first thing we said was like, uh, yo, what's up, man? We staying here. And, um, the person's house we were at, he was also a friend from college. Okay. And, um, so he was just like, man, y'all more than welcome. Get, make yourself comfortable. So with that mindset, it's like, all right, we here to stay. We ain't got to drive home. Yeah. We, uh, we're going to get lit. Mm-hmm. Like a better, we're going to get lit. So we're going to have a good time and, and, and enjoy the festivities. So, um. As the time went on, uh, the party was good. It was uh, good vibes, and um, everyone was having a good time. And to this day, I still don't know why, but um, uh, approximately had to be after four a.m. We, me and uh, my two friends, we decided to leave. And um, mind you, like I said. I it still it still eats me up because I have I have no clue why we left. We right. had somewhere to stay. You guys had plans to stay. We yeah. had plans to stay. We were uh, drinking, smoking. So it was like we we were not in any shape to uh, be driving home. And, yeah. and and from Philly to Coatesville is uh, about a forty five minute drive. How old were you guys? Uh, Twenty two. Okay, and um, it was just I, I I just can't I can't tell you why we left. So on the ride. Um, uh we were one exit away from our um our destination so we i and it's crazy because the the ride is pretty much a straight shot mm-hmm. but like getting off um i believe it's getting off two oh two to 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 head towards westchester it's like the super duper windy road and like i i every time i ride on it today i'm like how did i get how did I get past this windy road but not you know, make it to where I was trying to go. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we, uh, one exit away from my destination, um, I fell asleep behind the wheel, and um, my, my 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 friend in the, the passenger seat. So, I, I but from from the paperwork and everything, um, it pretty much says that I banged up against the guardrail because I fell asleep, and that and that and that initial impact woke up my friend in the passenger seat. And um, so he was trying to correct the will. He was trying his best to do, do, do. do you know, reacting. And but and your foot is still in the gas, my, 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 my and my you're foot sleeping. still in the gas, and I'm and I'm and I'm sleeping. Yeah. So um, he's doing the best he can, and um, he he's seen an open, a open, open, open. Uh, I guess a open field, and um, it was just one. It was just one turn. Too many, and it, the conditions it was, it was, it had just snowed mm. the day before, or something mm-hmm. like that. So, um, it was definitely uh, still snowing the ground, and um, so pretty much he yanked the wheel and um, trying to get us to safety, and we fishtailed. And mind you, I said it was open field, which it was, yeah, but there was one pole in, in the, the field, one pole in the, in the field, it was just one, yeah, like so. It's just, it's just crazy how we fishtail into that one pole wow into that area yeah and um yeah so so at at that point mind you I'm still out of it I don't know what's going on and um so I wake up at the hospital and uh I look up and there's a there's a guy sitting next to me some white dude and I'm like I don't know him you went in the car (laughs) with me right (laughs) I'm like I don't know him so uh I get up and well, I wake up and I look over and he's just like, Yeah, man, you uh I'm detective such and such and I'm like, Whoa Do you know like the time span?
1: Like like from when the accident happened to when you finally came to? So
0: I don't know exactly. I do know that the accident happened uh, about five AM.
1: Oh so shortly after you guys yeah. left?
0: Yeah. Yep, yep. So so about five AM and um I could only I can't even tell you what time I, I actually came to in the hospital. But um, it was still it was still pretty early. But, um, yeah, so I wake up and I look over, and he's like, yeah, I'm detective such and such, and you did this, and you did that. And I'm like, wait, what? I did what?
1: And what? he's talking about, like, how the accident how happened? the accident happened but and, and everything. But he's, like, blaming you for it,
0: or is it, he just it, it explaining? Wasn't, it wasn't—I don't want to say he was blaming me, but it was just more—nah, yeah, he was blaming me. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, because he, because out of his mind, I was like, yeah, man, you did this, and you did this, and your friends are this. I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. So, at my initial reaction, even in the paperwork, it says I got, I started yelling, and I'm like, I'm yelling for my friends, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yelling that um, I effed up my life, I effed up everything that I had planned. Like that, it's crazy that that was the first thing I thought of. It was like, man, my my future is effed, and I effed everything up.
1: Twenty two years old, twenty two years. Like old. you're getting ready to graduate college, mm-hmm, my my last semester. Yeah, it, like. And the person's telling you you did all these things that right. you obviously had no intentions of doing right. or recollection of doing. Right. So, like, I think any rational person will react the same way. You're right. looking for the people that were in the car with you exactly. and you're also, like, you're thinking about the consequences of what you're being told. So, like, I, I totally understand. Already. That. Like,
0: yeah. Already. So, it was, like, being being um, bombarded with that it was just, like, a, a big punch in the face. So, then I'm, like, pretty much, I'm yelling for my friends and, um, after he gets done telling me everything he's, like, yeah, your, uh, your buddy's next door. So, I get up and, um I walk around and, and my friend is right next door, and um, and is this the friend that was in the passenger? The passenger, she she to, right next okay. to me, Yeah, right trying to trying to, uh, trying to uh, regain control, and um, I'm looking at him and I just I just started bawling, man, cause, um, what was his condition? He was in, he was uh he was laid up in the neck brace and everything and could barely you know could barely talk with the neck brace uh, so it was just like, damn yeah, I, I just I just couldn't believe. What what the guy what the detective told me then I couldn't just believe what I was looking at and I was like this is my fault yeah I did this and this so from there I just it was crazy what was your condition um and that and you know what I feel like that that um it just adds insult to injury I had a I had a I had a I had a bump on my head and that was it Mm -hmm. I went home that day and that was it Mm -hmm. so it was like this drastic these drastic uh injuries happen to my friends and i just get up and walk away yeah and then it's like my fault and so it's just it all it all just eats me up at, mm-hmm. at, at one point at, at at once and it's crazy but um yeah so i'm rapping with my friend that's next door and I'm, I'm i'm seeing what's up with him i'm asking him what happened last night and he's 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 giving me bits and pieces he's not too uh he's not even all the way there just yet and then um so you know time's going by i'm like wait where's the where's the other one like, mm-hmm. like i somebody else would. Yeah, us yeah there's three of us and um at this time the doctor walks in and he's like uh what he say i can i can see i can actually sitting here i can see him telling us what what happened he was just like um yeah your your best your your other friend your other friend is with the payoli hospital that didn't ring enough, that didn't that didn't like nothing i didn't think i didn't think anything of it at mm-hmm. first but then it was like wait why 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 are the two of us here and he's at Peoli? so um yeah that's that's when they said uh, yeah your friend wasn't wearing the your friend wasn't wearing his seatbelt so he w- he was ejected out the back out the rear window wow and he he died on impact so as soon as we banged up against that pole when he went out the window that was it and um in my paperwork it's uh they have pictures of like the the tracks in the ground and the car mm-hmm. banged up against the pole, and um, one of the roughest parts of those pictures is you can actually see my homie face down in the snow, like a few feet from the car. Happy, yeah. and they showed you the pictures, and they, and I have I still have them, and that was it was part of my legal work, so uh, they they have a it have a, it has a description of how I went to this side of the road, that side of the road, this side of the road, then back to this side of the road. Mm-hmm. Then that one that last yank we fished like I said we fished out and um yeah man, so it, it has a picture of him laying in the grass and it's like now every time I drive past, you know, I do a little salute to the to the to the area and um but it's just it's just, it's just hard to 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 comprehend still to this day. Yeah. For sure.
1: I yeah. I I can say it, it's weird because one of the things that you said that really stuck out to me, i mean, there's a lot that you said that stuck out, but something you said specifically that stuck out is that you still drive by the area now. Mm-hmm. And and that's something I know that I wouldn't be able to do. I mean, granted, you, you can't choose you know, you can't right. like control like a lot of like where you are currently, where you're living, where right. your
0: family lives and stuff like that. But like that just would be so difficult for me every day. Yeah, and and Darren and area because actually that's en route to where my gym is at. Wow. so me going to the like gym all the yeah. time it's like ah, i keep looking over and mm-hmm. it's like dang but it's it's just it's crazy isn't it yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's rough it's rough so after that night like you
1: learned um, that your friend had passed away mm-hmm. what was the reaction of like your family and his, did you know his family
0: so i did know i pretty much i knew of his family mm-hmm. i knew who everybody was but um it, we had the relationship to where he was at my house every day yeah. like all the time so your family so, knew him so too so my family my family knew him loved him and um you know cared for him as 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 if he was their own um i didn't have quite that relationship with his folks only because uh he was always yeah. around, around my people mm-hmm. you feel me so um initially it was just like they felt like they they felt like they lost a you know one of their own um to a certain extent and um so it was just I could I could, I could see my mom running to the hospital. I could remember the phone the conversation I had with my dad while I was at the hospital, and um, you know with me being okay, of course ease their minds a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, just knowing the 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 uh, the magnitude of what happened was you know that was that was weighing on everybody. But um, and my friend's family they knew they know me they know of me. I actually went to school with uh. Sister, so she kind of she had she knows me the best. Yeah, but um, she was still still a year or two older than us, so I was still just just like the young boy around the way. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I give I give nothing but props to his family and nothing but love and respect, and um, I send prayers their way just because they they are they they are some strong people, and um, I wasn't I wasn't expecting to walk into hugs and 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 to be embraced after a situation like that. Were you? Yes, so and and that's the crazy thing. It was like, and mind you, this is still early in the day. So I, when I came from the hospital, I went home and I think I, I might have changed my clothes. And Matter of fact, the crazy thing is, I was changing my clothes because I thought it was going to get ugly going going to the family. You like know, they get, so yeah, I know yeah. it, my my homie he had he got two. Aki brothers big old brothers and <laughs> i'm like the family's just about to just yeah. like tear me a new one uh-huh. but um so yeah man laced up and I'm, I'm i'm going to the went to the house and he lives only a few blocks away went to the house and it was a blocks um, from from the hospital or from you from me oh, from me okay yeah. so my coach was, coach was small, small yeah so we are about five minutes from each other so um went to his house and um they they definitely embraced me with with hugs and um they made sure i was okay asked me if i was good and um, like i said i just wasn't i just wasn't expecting that i didn't know what to expect to be honest yeah, i could see that just because um that, that it's just a, that's a sticky situation and um although they know that i have i had no intentions on that that was that was not done purposefully mm-hmm. um it still happened it's, it's, it's still happening they lost their baby boy and now in my head I'm the reason that baby boy's gone, and and so it's 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 been a, it's been a battle, um, since then just trying to adapt to everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there are certain conversations that people have, or, I, or 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 that might be on TV, like the the most subtle things trigger, um, my emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's like something I could just hear on TV real quick now, and now I'm staring I'm staring off into space, and I'm just like. I'm 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 in another world now just yeah. because of the whatever had triggered you know my 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 past my past thoughts.
1: So after you know that day happened at some point you were you were arrested.
0: Right. And like when they arrested you like what were the charges? So actually so actually I was not arrested right, right away. Okay. Um I actually wasn't I wasn't even charged until a month later. Hmm. So I got the, I got the charges in February, and um the charges were uh homicide by DUI. Oh, because you were driving on the, no, okay right, okay, right, okay. right, right. So homicide by DUI and just homicide alone, just like you know, it makes it yeah heart, you know yeah. drop. Um, aggravated assault and um on my on my best friend that was in uh in the neck brace, so it was it was aggravated assault against him and homicide by DUI against my friend that that passed away. And wow. it was it was just like looking at those charges, it's just like you know what is about to happen now did all those charges stick,
1: yes, yep, okay, yep, so then you were like after everything had went along, like you were arrested, right, and then what was your sentencing uh so my sentence was three and a
0: half years to uh Seven and a half years. Okay, and is that common and with this? With so it, so it's it's something called a mandatory minimum. So, uh, it's at least three to six years. Okay, so it from from the, from the rip it's at least three to six years with that kind of charge.
1: This is three to six years in prison mm-hmm. for a person who was getting ready to graduate college, mm-hmm. who never got in trouble like before, like silly stuff, probably, right. but nothing like this serious. No nothing. type of you're not a like a career criminal. Not at all. And then this happens, it changes your life, you're now in prison. How did you manage to because like I'm thinking about you from college, Mm, right? Right, right. So like the person that I know from college, you just it just you don't fit. You don't fit into prison. How did you?
0: And the crazy thing is was that the inmates knew I didn't fit. And the 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 crazy thing is that I got so much respect because I didn't fit. And I didn't try to fit in with them. Okay, you know I, I I stayed true to myself, and it was just a matter of yo, this was my charge. This is what I did. I messed up. I ain't supposed to be here, or I I, I shouldn't you know be in this kind of situation, but I am, so I'm going to deal with it. And um, I can remember walking onto the block the, my first day, and um, my homie was like um, and mind you the so so, Coastville small enough, and then in the and then the, 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 the everybody from Coastville was going to the county jail. So I knew everybody it's like it's in the county union of some right. sort. yo, it was crazy. <laughs> and um, and then it's like I'm seeing people. I'm like, oh, this is where you've been at all mm-hmm. this time. And then they knew you. And they knew and me. They knew your character they knew and my, my character. character. So the first thing my homie said was, "Oh man, if they locked you up, it ain't no hope for us." And I was like, "Wait, wow, damn, y'all, I didn't,
1: I didn't know I was held to such a standard." And, you but know, you think about it, like, wh- look where you were though. You right. were in college. You're getting ready right. to graduate co- college. So people in in prison, they will mm-hmm. they would be looking at you like you're on a different.
0: Right. That was I was I was just, I was in a completely different lane, and you know, just going through daily life, you're not you're not even thinking, what the what are, what are, what are the guys in jail thinking? Right. about. I, nobody on the outside we'll is be thinking, thinking like it, that. Man. That hasn't experienced, you know, or, or doesn't have, a, or doesn't, or that doesn't have a loved one that's in jail. Nobody on the outside is. like, I wonder what the guys in jail. Think. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm just, that does not happen. But um, yeah. So I'm, I'm like I'm like dang. So that 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 kind of hit me. And I'm like wait so that's just added it felt good to hear that but it's mm-hmm. just adding to my guilt because it's like dang so others were others were others kind of were depending on me a little yeah bit. and now i'm here just life completely flipped upside down and i don't even know i don't remember that night i don't know so pretty much i went out with my my friends one night and woke up now i'm in jail yeah this isn't how it's supposed this to is be. This is not. Nope. <laughs> this, this this is not what I seen. You know, my in my in my near future. But um, like I said, I stay I stayed true to myself, man. And I I I, I wasn't people people in jail. I, I like to say real, recognize real, but um, everybody in there, is not real. Mm-hmm. So people just people just catch they get your vibe and they they watch you and and they try to they they figure out what they want to say to approach you. The ones that don't know you. So it's just like i mean I stayed to myself i i spoke to who I knew, and um i just i had i had to i had to adapt you adapted I, to had, it, yeah. I had to adapt um i had to adapt to 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 being locked in the cell uh for the majority of the day i had to i had to adapt to for another grown man to tell me to bend over and cough. I had I had to adapt Oh, to, like officers to, and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I didn't I didn't know where you were yeah, going COA, with it. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> I definitely should have threw that in there. CO's, COs and um, uh, you know the intake process and um whether you want to get a visit or not. You had to you had to you had to get strip search. Yeah, and you know it's
1: to make sure you didn't have
0: anything. Make sure I didn't have anything, with, anything yeah. on me. Um and I was. T- I, I wasn't. I had to adapt to that. Though. And that's not something that happens on a regular basis. It's right. Like, right. That's it's not really, normal. Like yeah. it's, it's just. It's so not normal. And um. So I just, to be honest, for the for the guys that just keep going back, back and back and back to jail, it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. How do you do it. this? How do you? I, I I can't. I'm not. I don't like to be around men like that. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? When, when I like to call up my friends. I, I can be around them. If I don't want to be around them, I can I, go. Listen, yeah. I can go. I can go over here. But not in there, man. And it's just you—you—you—you—you you, 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 you could be in a cell with somebody you have no—you have no clue who they are, mm-hmm. what their background is, what they do, uh, what they do throughout the night while you're trying to sleep. Like you—you don't—you don't know that kind of stuff about mm-hmm. a person. And so you, you always you got you're always looking over your back and you're always, always looking over your shoulder, and you're always watching your back. And it's just like there's no way to live. There's no way to live. Yeah. And 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 then when you find yourself. Uh, getting dug in is what they call it and and then um getting getting uh, getting comfortable as you can then you got the COs uh uh wrecking wrecking your uh yourself for mm-hmm. no reason and then it was to the point where i we were getting searched every other day so it was like you could For no like did they, no, they have a reason or was no, it just kind of like They say it's some reason but they they just want to get up and 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 pick on us and it was just like yo this is not fair like, this is this is i couldn't i just i don't miss it it's cuz this is 2000 13-ish? Uh,
1: 13 yeah. 2013 and it's it's insane to me that like a lot of these issues that you're talking about mm-hmm. now are things that are at the forefront now right like in 2013 I'm sure people were talking about it but I don't think it was as prevalent as mm-hmm. it is right now I don't know so it's I think it's great that you're obviously willing to tell your story but yeah. also that you're touching on these topics that mm-hmm. a lot of people like don't know about or don't talk about or like need probably should or need right. to know about Seriously? so that's that's great that you're doing that now when you were in there you served three and a half years right
0: you fell into fitness while you were there, right? How how did that come about? So um, so I was so towards the end of my college life, I was I guess I was from from those at, at LU. I was in the new build, so I was back there chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I had my, I had my girl. I, so I was I went to class. I was with my girl. I was with the homies, and um, you know, I was always enjoying myself. So she she liked to feed me. So I was I was I was she was putting some pounds on me. so I, <laughs> I, I was gaining some weight. So, so apparently when I went in, I was a little hefty, and um, I didn't. Of course, I didn't see it, but um, and it's funny because I didn't even. We ne- I never even t- touched on that until years on the line. Somebody I was in the county with, I went. I ended up going upstate with. And we used to talk. He's like, yeah, man, bro, when you came in, you was, a little, you was a fat boy. You was a chunky boy. But you hate when people tell you that? Well, <laughs> so you're good
1: now because you're in great shape, but me, like, I haven't, like, lost this weight, so it's just like, when people say it, it's just yeah. like, people don't say that to me. They say uh-huh. the opposite. They're like, you used to be so skinny. And right, like, right, right. So can we not? They try to
0: find a way to slide it in there, but he was like, yeah, bro, you used to be chunky, chunky boy. And I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, at that, at that, uh, so I spent nine months in the county not knowing what was going on. And um, one of my sellies, he he was upstate a few times, so he pretty much um, when people think about jail, working out and, mm-hmm. and getting buff comes in comes into play comes in comes to mind, and um, so pretty much with a little bit of rec time we had, he would show me different uh, workouts, different variations of push pushups. Uh, there was stuff in the cell to do, um, pretty much turning anything into into a a, a workout or yeah. exercise facility. Cause um so that's why I, that's why I get on my clients to. To uh, to this day, that try to give me all these excuses. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. No, you can turn anything into uh, into a workout. Okay. Anywhere you're at, you can turn that right into a workout.
1: Now you mentioned the clients. Let's mm -hmm. jump into that. Okay. So you're you're out of jail now. Like we're done with that. Like that's behind us Mm -hmm. now. So now you are your home. One thing I loved about you, though, is when you were home, you started working at, like, Giant or, like... There was, like, a a grocery store type of Mm -hmm. situation. You were working there, and, like, you were having so much fun with it, though. I know (laughs) that you were miserable as hell. I know that you were. But you had so much fun with it. And, like, for me, I'm just, like, I respect that so much. And then I remember the first time that I saw you out, like, after you had got released and everything, we were in Atlantic City. Right, yeah. And the first thing you said was, like, I'm gonna go get braces. And I'm just, like, (laughs) like for me it was just like cuz i wasn't sure how it would be because like mm-hmm. we didn't really like have a lot of conversations before right. so then after i'm just like i i don't know yeah. but when you said that for me it just like put me at ease mm-hmm. so i know like when you're working with clients and stuff like that it's like your personality mm-hmm. like could get make people comfortable yeah. i know that for a fact i know people <laughs> who take your classes they always say you're super comfortable right. you make them comfortable you're fun with it how did that come about though like what made you start why did you I know you. You had to leave Giant, mm.
0: <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> but like, how was it the transition from leaving Giant to like opening the gym? Um. So pretty much, soon as I, soon as I, well, while I was in there, my family used to come up and visit me, and I would um tell them everything I was doing. I'd be like, "Yeah, hey, look, I'm getting strong, I'm getting big, you know, like <laughs> the third. and the uh, And my dad was like, "Yeah, well, you know, your God Brothers, he got his own. He's he said your godbrothers out there, and he's doing well for himself. He's doing. He's pretty much doing the same thing, and um, he's he's, he's just taking the fitness world by storm. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm like, all right, well." You know, put a bug in his air, so when I come home I can I can go to go to his gym and yeah. figure out figure out everything from there. So, um, and that's pretty much how it happened. Okay. Um, so I was training before I even started working at Giant. Um, I was home maybe two weeks. I was home for a week. So that next week I went to his gym and he was just like, Oh, what's up, guys? Yeah, so yeah. Showed me showed me nothing but love. And um, like he didn't even let me finish my sentence. It was like, All right, you got a space, you you good, you you here right now. So he, he he, he he opened up everything to me. He was like, he gave me a key. Yo, this is your space. Um bring your clients here. Do build your clientele from here. And um so he just he just laid it laid it all out for me. And um so while I was at Giant uh living my best life. Yes you it were was, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was just trying to figure out what was the next move and the lease was up lease was coming up on a, on the place the current place he was at. And um there was also somebody else that was interested in what we're doing. He's also a co founder so, um, pretty much we just we just uh joined forces, and um was like, we're gonna do this thing, so once that lease was up, we found somewhere else to go, and um you know just put all of our money in the pot and uh, made it happen now we got truth, Jim
1: that's so inspiring, like yeah.
0: so many people talk about owning the business and wanting mm-hmm. to do stuff like
1: but you did it, and you did it on your own after incarceration, right, and right. that right there is why I wanted you on the show today. Appreciate I wanted that. you here because you you legit, you went. You you did what you had to do with mm-hmm. the prison stuff, and you came out like, in my opinion, on top.
0: Hey, listen, trying, trying my best, and it's it's crazy because I wouldn't, I don't. Jail was an ugly place, of course. I don't wish that on anybody, but that time away from everyone made me a better person. It made me more aware of more aware of certain things, mm-hmm. and um, I always say it took me being locked inside a box to start thinking outside the box, and because. Prior to that, I would have never thought to own a gym. I would have never thought to uh, want to travel because that's all. I, 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 that's what my main thing right now is, is business and traveling. So I would. I, I didn't have those ambitions prior to incarceration. You to work I in was Nova just Care. going with the flow. Right. I was. I was just <laughs> going with the flow. of yeah. things is how. This is how things. You, this is how life goes. You go to high school, college, and career. Mm-hmm. But um, now I gotta. I gotta get everything out the mud. I, nobody's handing me nothing. I gotta. I gotta do everything by myself now. Mm-hmm. And everybody's. I got employers. I'm getting. I'm getting pulled out of interviews because I got to check yes for felon, and oh, it's yeah, like my yeah. my world is completely flipped upside down. Because prior to that, I would have been like, I, any job I I would apply for, I would have qualified for. Yeah. Now I'm overqualified for certain jobs, and they're not even hiring me just because I got this F on my record, and I don't even get a chance to tell my story. This is what happened. It's just they just see
1: the check. Yeah. Check
0: yes. She said, Yeah, you want to come outside? I'm like, Oh, all right. Well. Ended and you know what it is ended it, they, yeah. they cut the interview short <laughs> and kicked me out so That's it was just crazy like, yeah I, I had I had to uh adapt it, it was it was it was it was a, a uh um, a rocky transition you know back into the real world I'm sure so you graduate mm-hmm. oh did you walk so actually that that was that was that was the major thing it was like I was trying to get a furlough from the prison to to walk for graduation and but mind you, I, I it was it. It just wasn't enough time, and it was going to cost all this amount of money, and um, it just didn't work out. So on graduation day, the class of two thousand thirteen, I was sitting in a cell behind bars while they're graduating. While everyone's walking across the stage and and you know just having the time of their life, and it was just like, damn, I, it was just, it was such a slap in the face, man. And to this day, I I never lead with I have a bachelor's degree because. I keep forgetting that I have a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. I never seen it I got it I received it in two thousand and thirteen I didn't see it till two thousand and sixteen gotcha'cause you Before, okay. so when I came home, I'm like oh snap this is this is mine I, this is mine yeah and, and and so it you know that that touched my heart and it was but at the same time, I was like, I never got the word as cap and gown. I never got the word as sash. It was just But like, can I
1: tell you though, like with the cap and gown, and the sash and stuff, like it's not at all as correct. <laughs> like I wore mine and it's now right. sitting in my parents' closet right. somewhere. So you didn't really miss too much with that <laughs> stuff. Now at this part of the show, I always ask people, I always want to know like what's next for people. So like for you, I know you're doing a little bit of acting and modeling. Um I had a question though about like bodybuilding, those type of competitions. Would you do that?
0: Honestly, I'm uh in the near future. That is that is my plan. Okay, I do like a, a a physique um competition. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not the strongest. I I definitely lift weights, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not the strongest. Um, I'm really I'm more so of a, a body weight kind of person. I'm doing body weight exercises and hit training and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I do have of uh, I do have goals of 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 doing like a, a physique a physique show. Okay, yeah, cool. And then how? What about on the acting side? So on the acting side, it's just a matter of um. You know, whatever comes my way, um, I got a lot on my plate at the moment, and um, the the few times that I did get the opportunity to jump in front of the camera, you know, they came out, they all came off a humbug. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just how, that's just how my that that aspect of life has been going. You know, I've been doing my thing, and then others um, reach out to me and say, "Hey, I got an opportunity for you." And I'm like, "I'm jumping on it." Yeah. yeah. So whatever comes my way, man, I just I just been jumping. Take on advantage, it, by whether, it's, yep. whether it's the modeling. Um, uh, Shout out to Miss Blanco. She got me my first uh, gig, um, and shout out to my cousin Tion. He got me um, in front of the camera doing the the um, the action film I did. Yes, and the I remember seeing those clips. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, the, and the irony <laughs> the irony of the the role I played was was was, was a was a correctional officer. Mm. <laughs> so it was like it was bittersweet, but it was like, hey, man, I'm I'm, on, I'm in the free world doing this now. So. Yeah.
1: so I really do appreciate you coming in today. Yeah, thank you. Like this was. It gave me everything that I needed. Like, like, like I wanted to have this conversation with you so badly, just because like I I really felt like it was like it was weighing on me a lot. Right. Like, and I would hear you talking. I'm like, I want to just like really just sit down with him. And mm-hmm. I'm 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 super proud of you. Like, I really am, and I'm, and I'm very inspired by you. Mm-hmm. And I I know for a fact that other people will be as well. Now, I end the show every week with uh, asking people about their puzzle pieces. So, like, what that means to me is. We all have like different pieces, and we put it together, and we make something like beautiful. Right. So, if you had to put something on your puzzle piece, like what would it be, and like a motto that you live by, like like a message? I'm
0: thinking something around something around love. Okay. Um. Love, love. I feel like love, love conquers all, and, and love is just it's just so powerful. And um, a a a quote I I like is it says, "Love yourself because if you don't, you'll be the only person who doesn't." And I say that because we all we're so hard on ourselves. We're mm-hmm. our we're our worst critic and it's not that bad. It's yeah, not it, yeah. it could be worse. And um we just need to be able to open up about certain things and um, you know, be 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 transparent because we're not the only ones going through certain struggles, but we always feel like it's just us. So if we if we if we try to if we communicate with others and um, you know it could be a movement on certain things, certain, mm-hmm. certain issues that 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 are that are prevalent at this moment. So it's just it's just a matter of spreading love. So even even when I'm when I'm when I'm liking pictures on Facebook and stuff, I'm I'm, I'm hitting the heart. That's what it is. I don't care if yeah. I don't care if it's a dude's picture or whatever. It's, <laughs> I'm showing love. I'm spreading love. Yeah. You know I don't. I, it is what it is. I'm comfortable with mine. And um, I'm even even you know saying i love you more to my family and if and my to, yeah. friends yeah you know i'm i'm in a conversation with a grown man like i love you bro you know it, it, that's <laughs> yeah. not that's you not put the a norm. Bit of base, <laughs> you live some basic you when put you it say the like, you can say cuz uh, yeah. that's not the norm but yeah. it needs to be the norm and we just need to you know continue to show love but other than love my puzzle piece would be gratitude because i'm so grateful for all the opportunities that have been coming my way and um even this right here this is this this is this is mega right here this is just so I mean anything. Man, I'm just I'm just so I'm just so grateful for my 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 family and my friends, and um, everything I have at this moment. Yeah, because when you're grateful for what you have, more comes. Absolutely, and absolutely. So my my puzzle piece would be would be
1: gratitude. Now the last thing I just need from you um, is to let people know where they can find you, like your social media pages.
0: Definitely. So social media is Silk underscore Truth Gym. Facebook is Silk Wilkins. Um, my gym is located at Westchester PA 821 Lincoln Ave. Shoot, my phone number is 484. It's like nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, reach out and uh hit me up on, on social media and um or 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 any way you can get to me. Yeah. I'm yeah. Available. And I'll put and, his um, information out yeah, on yeah, the yeah, thing too. Do.
1: The only thing I won't tell you guys is that Silk is currently wearing a Rams get up and we're in Philadelphia. Rams, I, I...
0: Rams, Rams. Okay. I'm just gonna let that go. Let <laughs> me turn my head around. Oh and wow, and it's a ram's the... head, guys. Yeah,
1: anyway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of Industry Friends. Thank you once again, Silk, for coming in. Like yeah. this, again, this really meant a lot for me, to, for you to tell your story. Again, I'm truly inspired by you, and like I wish you nothing but the best. Appreciate it, partner. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Review the show. Repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door.
0: Industry Friends.